What's going on, everyone? It is your favorite night, our favorite night, Pint Saturdays. I'm your host and one half of Team Cool Dads, Josh Stanton, joined by my co-host and the other half of Team Cool Dads, Jack McMullen. Jack, what is going on, my boy? Nothing much, man. Waiting for my Phillies to ring the bell. They rung it once, but they're down by one. We are in the top of the eighth, bro. The boy's starting to bite the nails a little. You feel me? Brother, that bell ain't ringing, dude. That bell is sitting on the ground, um, sipping on a uh, a Minute Maid uh, juice box right now. Relax. Relax. We about to ring the bell like Will Ferrell in Saturday Night Live, brother. It's about to go bonkers. Dude, do you remember how good vintage Will Ferrell was back in the day? Dude, he was the best. He was one of the goats. I mean, Step Brothers. I mean, it's just an all-time classic movie. Yeah, he had he had like a stretch there where everything he put out was straight gas, just absolute funny stuff. Like you know, laugh from the beginning to the end. And then he went through. He's he went through. He's gone through like a stage where it's like some of the stuff's just not funny anymore. You know what I mean? It's like oh uh, no, it's yeah, it's not funny at all. This this isn't this isn't good. This is actually really bad. <laughs> I love it. This is kind of, kind of reminds me of uh, that segment that you had on the pod that one time. Which one? Sprinkles. Dad sprinkles. Oh, I'll leave my dad sprinkles out <laughs> there, dude. Leave my dad. Hey, I just. Hey, you know what's funny? The other day, because it was on my, uh, is on my little desk in here, mm-hmm. and I, my joke, my little joke bag, I threw him away. Oh, thank God. So I've, I've retired. Let me ask you a question, Jack. What if I told you that I had some Halloween candy next to me right now, and I'm thinking about grabbing a couple? What if I told you that JJ and I went trick or treating and I've been eating a lot of his his candy? Well, <laughs> <laughs> because half of it he can't eat. If he gets M and M's, he can't eat those yet. It's not happening. Nah, yeah, that's what I tell myself. I'm doing him a favor. He can't eat this yet. While while I'm eating the Twix, he could definitely eat. Oh yeah, Liam had a Janet. I, I stopped by uh, the store today to pick up some groceries, and and Janet requested some powdered donuts. So I, I rolled in, and you know okay. Liam. Liam loves donuts, and he calls them don't haze. So whenever <laughs> it's so funny, whenever we go get, I'll be like, "What are you? Are we?" We're... He calls them. He just gets super stoked. And uh, today he saw the white ones. He saw that he saw the white powdered ones. Smashed them. Had them all. I don't know how he eats it so sloppy though. It has me so weak. When he's done eating, I'm like, "How does it get all over your cheeks?" Yeah, man. Babies like. They just go in when they got something that they really like. It's like they just be shoving it in their mouth and messing their mouth. It's JJ will house a whole like big big boy donut man. He goes bonkers over some donuts, dude. Yep. The, hey, the, it's it's those donates, man. It's uh, <laughs> I, I keep sending my my the rent pictures of like me and Lee eating donuts, and my dad's like, you need to lay off those donuts. They're terrible for you. <laughs> hey, he's got a point. Hey, but we got the tradition rolling, man. If you guys don't know, uh, me and Jack both take uh, the little dudes out to get some uh, some donates uh, Sunday mornings um, pregame, yeah. some pregame donuts, and they smash them and they get all over the place. Has has JJ has JJ requested the sprinkle ones yet? Nah, we just we try to stick to, like we typically just do the glaze, bro. Let the boy pick next time, bro. <laughs> give him, give him a couple options. I guarantee he's gonna pick the colorfully sprinkled one. We might be in there for a while then. <laughs> He rolls out with 11 donuts. He gets a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Hey, brother, we have an awesome, awesome 
Pine on Tap for you guys tonight. We have some great toppings. We're going to talk a little bit about the trade deadline and give a little of our, our takes on what happened. Uh, second scoop, we're going to touch on Jack's Washington Commanders, and we're going to wrap it up with some college football talk. I know Jack is excited to talk a little college football um, and kind of tee something up because we may be having Carly on in the next couple weeks uh, to give us a little more insight on the college football season. Jack, you ready to roll into this, baby? Let's get it. Hey, man, and you're going to see me update what's going on in the game because I'm not watching it. I have Liam up. I have the little baby monitor up right now watching Liam in his bed um, just in case he tries to break free um, and come on here and hang out at night. So uh, I will not be watching the game, so you got to keep me updated, all right? I got you. Yeah, top of the eighth, they just uh, let off with a walk. So Astros got one on. It's 2-1. Let's get it. Here we go. First topping tonight, Black Panther, Wanda Forever. I did it again. You did Wakanda, it again. Wakanda Forever comes out November 11th. Jack, what are your expectations for Wanda? High, super high. No, Wanda. <laughs> Wanda is going to be lit. Now, Wakanda Forever, man, it's the it's a movie after Chadwick's uh, tragic passing. Obviously, he's not going to be the Black Panther. They're going to not recast it. They're going to just have somebody else transition into that role. I believe it's going to be a female Black Panther, which is going to be really cool. I think it's going to be Suri. My expectations are really high for the movie. Obviously, I think there's going to be you know some parts of it that's really sad because I was a big Chadwick. Bozeman fan, I, uh, sucks that he lost his life to cancer. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, expectations are super high. I bet it scores, you know, 88, 90 on Rotten Tomato. I'm, I'm definitely going to peep. I, I took next Friday off. I'm thinking about hitting a little matinee, get some snacks, treat yourself. Uh, so expectations are high for the boy. Dang, they just got a single, first and third. Oh, boy, that bell's on the ground right now, brother. The bell's broken. <laughs> hey, your Twitter. Hey, if, if, if someone doesn't follow Jack, he's just ultimate gold on Twitter. He'll he'll give you updates about everything and then respond to his tweets, and it's so funny. You want to walk him through your ring the bell tweet last night? <laughs> nah, you do you do the honors. You know he why. basically said, "Not been that been rang." So it was uh, hey, it, it was rang. good stuff, man. It's rung once, but not enough to, to beat the Strohs. Yeah, we got to ring a little more uh, in, J- in Jack's terms. It's, it's got to ring a little bit more. Uh, but I'm saying Strohs Nation. Let's go, baby. All right, second topping of the night. Elon Musk is allowing anyone to be verified on Twitter for $8 a month. Celebs are annoyed. They're mad. They're angry. Jack, give me your thoughts. I think it's petty, man. Like, hey, look, there's other people in the world that are looking to to build a following that are trying to get content out there. I mean, what's so bad about, you know, if somebody's willing to pay $8 to, to be verified on Twitter and have access to uh, cool features that are going to allow them to get their content out there? What's so bad about that? Like, people go to Starbucks and pay $8. I for just cracked up some do, Why can't we just pay 8 bucks, get verified on Twitter, and, like, be connected to more people? I think it's a great idea. Um, you know, celebrities are going to have their following regardless if they're on Twitter or not. So I don't think they have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think we some really cool prank Saturdays. We can literally hear you smacking on Eminem's right now, bro. But I'm not smacking. My mouth's closed. You can hear me, fam. We heard you rip the bag open with excitement. Listen, let me ask you a question. Do you want some candy now? Nah, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. Jack, I'm do good. You, d- Jack, no, I don't want any candy. My feelings are about to get bounced from the World Series. <laughs> hey, but I agree, man. Um, hey. Pine Saturdays is going to be verified. It's going to be legit. Let's go. I'm excited. It's a it's an amazing you know business decision. Um, you know, taking purchasing a company and then making a change like that that could potentially bring in um, billions of dollars. Literally, yes, definitely. Um, and 
you know, revenue that wasn't there previously. So I think it's a good idea. Oh, it's a great idea. All right. Third topic of the night, Ryan Reynolds wants to uh, buy the Ottawa Senators. If you could have a celeb buy one of your teams, who would it be? Yeah. So the commanders potentially are going to be up for purchase. So who would I have buy the commanders? This isn't like a realistic uh, choice. Yeah. Be, you know, celebrity probably more like a celebrity crush than anything like a good person might not be the the richest person in the world, uh, but somebody that I would like them to be the owner of my team. I'm going to have to go with uh, old Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, I love it, man. He's such a good dude. He's a good guy, man. Um, So I'm going to have to go with him and hopefully he, he brings that. uh, You got to believe spirits in my commanders. You feel me? Jack, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I thought you cut out for a second. <clears throat> nah, you're just too busy smacking on M and M's. Hey, I'm not smacking on M and M's at all. I actually took a break because I'm not gonna not gonna smack on M and M's. The the first M and M was a little disappointed. I, I expected more out of it. Um, but yeah, I love the Jason Sudeikis pick, man. I'm gonna have to go with. Um, you know, someone that I think is just an awesome person, arguably the, one of the greatest college football quarterbacks of all time, uh, and Tim Tebow. So Tim Tebow is going to own um, one of my beloved franchises. I don't know which one, um, most likely the New York Knickerbockers, but um, he will definitely uh, definitely be on one of my one of my franchises. No, that's a really good pick, man. Um, Tim's Tim's awesome. So yeah, solid solid choice, brother. Yeah, but w- would it be crazy if Jason Sudeikis really? bought his own MLS team or something like that. Wouldn't it be kind of cool? I mean, that's what Ryan, Ryan Reynolds has already done that. You realize that, right? Yeah. They, he owns one. Uh, what, what, what league is it in? And what's, what uh, country yeah, is it in? I think, I want to say it's in England. I want to say is it's it? near like Liverpool. It's like a yeah, small team. That's he, primarily. Yeah. He split it with the guy that stars in um, yeah. one of my, one of my favorite shows on Apple TV plus. I can't think of the name of it right now. I mean, he's more famously known for it's always funny, uh, always sunny in Philly or whatever it's called. Gotcha. Yeah, I never, I never watched that show. Um, Mystic, uh, uh, Mystic Quest. Yeah, he's definitely more famous for the one that I named. Yeah, Mystic. Quest. Have you watched that yet, though? No, dude, I've... it's amazing. It's 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 a lot like. Did you ever watch Silicon Valley? I did for a little while, but not. I didn't ever finish it. Oh, it's it's a lot like that, man. It's that kind of like like it's it's amazing, man. Mystic Quest is awesome. I can't wait till the new season comes out. A video game, right? What's up? It's about a video game. Yeah, something. yeah, it's about a video game, dude. It's amazing, man. Just check it out. Trust me. It's 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 kind of a it's it. You'll watch it and appreciate. It. It's an easy watch, man. Yeah, no, I haven't I haven't watched it, but I did read some good reviews on it. I, I definitely like that actor, so I, I bet it's I bet it's good uh good TV. So I have to peep. There you go, my man. All right, you ready to hop into these scoops tonight? Let's do it, bro. All right, first scoop I got for you. Obviously, the NFL trade deadline um, just uh, went off. And, hey, was that video funny where I asked Liam if uh, the Giants were going to make a trade? And he said no. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. The Astros just scored. It's 3-1 with one out. Oh, Damn. boy. That that bell is uh, that bell is on his last leg. Um, yeah, Liam, Liam knew that the Giants were going to make a trade because um, they did not. The Commanders did make a trade, though. Shipped off uh, one of your big free agent signings from, what, two years ago or three years ago? Uh, two years. Yeah. yeah, the same cycle we signed James Bradbury, right? Uh, no, I want to say it's the same one that you signed Kenny Galladay. It's just last year. Oh, really? It was that? I didn't know it was that soon. I mean, it was that. I thought it was a couple years ago. So nah. what were your thoughts? What did you guys end up getting for, um, for William Jackson? I mean, honestly, we were going to cut him. So it was a matter of just getting rid of his salary. So we got a, 
I think we traded a second for a six. So it's a win-win. Like, he was a bust for us. He's kind of yeah. like Kenny Galladay, you guys, you know. We just cut our losses. Yeah, exactly. I we I mean, Kenny's paid way too much for us to cut our losses. But I will tell you this, though. I have a weird feeling that Kenny's going to ball after he comes back from his injury. Joshua. Listen, you can put me on – I'm on record saying Kenny – he's not going to be the best receiver in the NFL, but he's going to do some solid things. <laughs> All right. I'll take your word for it, brother. Yeah, just just you heard it here first on Pine Saturdays, and I'm gonna use my favorite saying only. Yeah, here's my question for you, though, brother. Um, I need you to give me your best trade and your worst trade. So I want to do it a little differently too. I think we need to talk through. We'll hit our best trades first, and then we're gonna do our worst trades. Okay, and we'll do them at the same time instead of splitting them up. Sound good? Yeah, that works. All right, so I'll kick us off with my best trade because I kind of want your thoughts on it. Right? It's a little. I mean, there's a, there was a, actually a lot of good trades out there, but the trade that I really like is Calvin Ridley to the Jags for a fifth and a fourth. I think that's a risk that you take with some day three picks. Personally, um, I think that the juice is worth the squeeze. Right? He's a he's a legit number one receiver. Right? Um, to, to to pair with Trevor Lawrence as you're trying to, you know, obviously he's your franchise quarterback. Hasn't really panned out the way that he was projected to pan out. You know, but having Calvin Ridley, assuming that he plays next year, um, it's going to be a huge boost for him. And to be able to get that talent for a fifth and a fourth, I think is an absolute steal. What are your thoughts? No, I think that's a, that's a solid pickup, man. Calvin Ridley has proven to be a good receiver in this league. So um, I think it's a really good pickup for them. They didn't really have to trade that much capital. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's a win for them. So even if he doesn't turn out to be the player that he was, and you're not really losing much. Um, I think it's a solid pickup for for a young team. Absolutely. What's uh, what, what's your best trade of the trade deadline? Who? It, it's hard to it's hard to to really choose one because there is so much activity. I want to say, for me, it's probably Christian McCaffrey. I think I think just in that offense. I mean, he showed it last weekend with the touchdown pass, touchdown reception, touchdown run. I just like that fit. I think the Niners are going to be a team now, a team to beat, like a tough team to beat. Um, I would also say, you know, the Bradley Chubb pickup for for the Dolphins. I mean, if they're going to be one of the top seeds in the AFC, they need to get after the quarterback, you know, the Mahomes, the Josh Allens. So they just picked up what I think is a really young, up-and-coming pass rusher. So those two, they paid a King's ransom. But in this in this sport, man, like when you have an opportunity to win, you got to go after it. You can't always like be like worried about your future. Like if you think there's an opportunity to compete this year, go for it. Like you, you there's a saying: you attack success. You don't sit back and say, "Well, we have to," you know, "we have to do this or that." Like I feel like you're Giants in a, in a way. You guys are so worried about the future, man. You guys are six and two. You could have got out, gone out and got a weapon. Jerry Judy could have been half for a second round pick. You really think that you're going to find a second-round pick next year that could be as good as Jerry Judy? Like, no. Isn't it worth rolling the dice? I think that I think that as a Giants fan, I'm just going to enjoy this ride. What do you mean by that? So what I mean by that is we don't – our cap situation is a mess. We don't have – we're not the most talented team, right? Jerry Judy's on a, he's on a rookie deal. Yeah, but doesn't he? he but he's going to get paid what next year, right? No, nah, I think he. I think he has a, a couple more years on his. Uh, on Does his, he? Yeah, I think he has two. I think he has a fifth-year option, so you don't technically have to pay him. Gotcha. Yeah. So I just think that that's that's kind of why uh, Joe didn't mortgage the future. Um, okay. Just 
What about the other guys, like the other receivers that were out there? Oh, I so I absolutely think that we should have made like a a, a day three pick for a solid receiver, not a big name, but just like someone that can give us a little bit of burn. Um, but ultimately, Joe made the decision that that wasn't the best fit for the team, probably because I would assume the prices are pretty high on a lot of receivers, um, right. which will kind of get to my uh, my worst trade. But um, but yeah, I was a little, I mean, I was a little let down because we didn't make a move, but I I, I understood, you know. Um, you know, the only move we, we made was by trading one of our receivers. Um, yeah, you know what? I want to go back on that. Roquan Smith was the best trade for any team. Yeah, man, he's so good, dude. <laughs> yeah, I understand they're gonna have to pay him, but guess what? You pay good players. Yeah, he's they a stud. Got, they just got the best Mike linebacker in, in the league. You know, we were gonna so, take him. You want to know what the worst trade is? Hmm. Chase Claypool. That's oh, the, that was yeah, that, that was mine for a second, dude. A second round pick far. for Chase Claypool. Yeah, a second round pick for this guy. He's not that him. good. No, no. You really think that he's gonna light it up with Justin Fields? No, no. And the, listen, the Bears. You know the Bears. I mean, the way they're. Well, I don't know the way they're playing though. It's gonna be a pretty high second round pick. Like, yeah, I know that that doesn't make sense to me. Like they're they're not in the, the the Bears aren't in the same position as you guys. You guys are seriously. Oop, Ooh, sorry, I'm watching this baseball game. You guys are threatening uh, to make the playoffs to win a division. The Bears, what are they threatening? Like, we know their team's not that good. Yeah, they beat the Patriots. Let's pat them on the back for that. But, like, other than that, like, they're not that good of a team. They just – I mean, the the only thing that – sorry for cutting you off. The only thing that I can think um, that – would make sense for making a trade like this was they want to see what Justin Fields has. Um, and he doesn't have any receivers. There's not a lot of talent around him. So they're, they're trying to see if Justin Fields could be that guy. Let's get him a number one or, I mean, Claypool's not a number one, but he's like a, he's like a two. He's a very, very solid two. Right. But maybe uh-huh. they see him as a potential number one wide receiver. That's going to put the right kind of talent to see if Justin Fields is that guy, or they're going to have to go out and trade for a, um, a trade up and get a quarterback uh, next year. You know? No, I, I mean, I understand the rationale. You got to give Justin Fields weapons to really see what you got in them. My argument is just that there was other receivers out there that <laughs> I would certainly rather spend this. Oh, yeah. Jerry Judy. Yeah, yeah, Jerry Judy's worth that second round pick. I wouldn't have any issues. I actually clap, clap, like pat them on the back for making that move. It's the Chase Claypool. He doesn't, he, he doesn't look like a player to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I feel like the Steelers get the most out of their receivers. They draft really well, and they get the most out of their receivers. They're willing to move them. Like, what's going on there? It's, it's like, do you want to deal with the Rays? Yeah. yeah. Like, this is the same, you know, this is the team that found Antonio Brown. This is the team that found Emmanuel Sanders. This is the team that found Martavius Bryant. This is the team that found uh, Deontay Johnson. You know, like, all these great receivers that they found in the mid-rounds. They got uh, – uh, they had uh, what's his name Juju. They have Claypool. He doesn't even get the ball on that team, and then they yeah. trade, and they got a second for him. They they look smart, like they just robbed the Bears. Oh, absolutely! He, watch yeah, Claypool. so I I, I watch also Claypool. had that as the worst watch trade. Claypool watch Claypool go off. He's like, I know. <laughs> he literally he's shreds. Like he's like he's shred, bro. He completely balls with the Bears. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> That's funny, man. Hey, hey, we'll we'll see, man. Um, I know that Justin Fields has been lighting it up for me in fantasy, though. So that trade with Big Germ is looking terrible right now. Wait, who's this? Justin Fields. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's been definitely playing better because they actually been running them. I, d- I didn't understand why they weren't having more design runs. So 
I mean, utilize his legs are a threat. So you got to, you got to build that playbook. I feel starting to get a little bit more of a groove. Yes. They lost by twenties to the Cowboys. The Cowboys are better, but they had moments and he got points for you. So I guess that matters. Right. Yep. I got high points for the first time in the history of uh, my own league. So I think was that the first time I ever got high points. First time ever, brother. Yeah, I, I, I Most time you're in the running for low points. Uh, yeah, usually I am in the. Now it's big germ is in the in the running for the worst team in the league. So Trey Massini just struck out. It's three one middle of the eighth, boys. The bell is about to ring. Get your bell. Get your bell ready. Uh, the well, the bell went to the well. All right, hopping over to the second scoop, Jack. I'm gonna let you take this one. I've got some points that I do want to hit on. Um. Uh-huh. Actually, you want me to go first and let you, you let you finish it out because this is going to be a scoop uh, directed directly towards your commanders. However you want to do it, man. Don't make let's, no, man. let's do it. Let's do it, man. So I'll go ahead and kick us off because I kind of want to hear your feedback and kind of my thoughts and stuff like that. So uh, the news broke today. Uh, Dan Schneider um, has is open to selling the Washington Commanders. Obviously, you know when you open up this door, I mean, I think it's a pretty pretty big possibility that it happens. Um, I'd put it about 70, 30 right now that the team gets sold. Um, but I got three uh, key points that, that I put together of why I think this is just a phenomenal move, um, you know, for the Washington commanders as a franchise um, and for their, for their, for their entire fan base. So the first one I have is just optimism for the fans um, that it's not the same old thing year in and year out. Right. As someone that has had a bad owner, before um specifically james dolan he's a lot better now but at one point he was very very involved in every single move uh for the new york knicks and you just expected him to do something um that would damage the franchise and it was the same thing every single year i'll never forget when we traded a number a first round pick for andrea bargnani just i mean just and he basically forced the trade but anyway um so i think that that's it gives so much optimism to the fan base when you're under new ownership you know that there's going to be smarter decisions being made um, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be run the exact same way that it's run every single year, where the owners meddling and everything. A second one is clear and direct leadership. Right, whoever's going to buy this team next, I've seen uh, Bezos. Imagine him owning it. He's going to run it like a business, right? And the way that you make a business profitable, you invest in analytics. You invest in all these different you know, categories within your organization to make it successful, right? So when you have an owner that's willing to spend money like that, imagine the gems that you'll find in the fourth and fifth round, right, with advanced analytics and stuff like that because um, you guys are spending more money. And the last one is just, hey, man, it'd be an exciting time because it's a new, you have a new name this year, the Washington Commanders. So, brother, why not get a new owner in there? It's a new beginning, baby. The Commanders with a new owner going into 2023, let's go, baby. How hype would you be? Well, that's what I got, man. Yeah, so when the news broke the other day that the Snyders, him and his wife, have hired Bank of America to start, you know, exploring the possibility for transactions, whether that's my minority stake or selling the entire team, you know, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Like, this is great news. Uh, Dan Snyder's a dark cloud that hangs over my franchise, and I've slowly seen him kill off my franchise and the fact that our fan base is – Moving on to other sports, other sports teams, people that are ran uh, the correct way, that put out a, a good product that is worth watching, that is worth investing your own money, your own time in. Uh, we've slowly lost that over over the past twenty plus years of Dan Snyder own, owning this team, going to you know going from a once proud three time Super Bowl champion uh, 
franchise where we were like the standard, like we set the standard for, you know, professional sports to what we are today, where we're practically the laughing stock. Seeing him leave and having a breath of fresh air, like I know an owner is not going to come in and, and, and change things overnight, but I think to your point, it would just give this boost of energy. Those fans that have said, hey, I'm not tuning in on Sundays anymore. I'm going to go play golf. Or I'm going to spend time with my family. Maybe it gives them a reason to tune in. Maybe it gives those individuals that gave up their season tickets a, a reason to, to you know, go to a game again, just to experience it and, and find passion for, for the one-time Redskins football team, now Commanders. Um, it, I know it gave me, like, I feel rejuvenated. I feel excited about the future. Um, I think he's definitely going to sell the entire team. You don't hire Bank of America to do a minority sale. Minority sale can be handled easily without getting a big-time bank involved. Like, they're, they're definitely looking and exploring, uh, uh, you know, valuations of uh, seeing how much they can get for selling the entire team. Um, look, I, I work in mergers and acquisitions. I understand how this works. So I'm not, this isn't going to be a minority stake that he's selling. Plus the news came out that he's also being investigated for financial and uh, financial, uh, 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 what's the word that I'm looking for, Josh, uh, financial, um, like he's cooking the books, basically financial um, discrepancies. He, he basically is running two books. One that shows that they're a lot more profitable than what they are. So they're reporting that and potentially not paying the correct amount of taxes and stuff. Like it's a criminal investigation. It could lead to jail time. Like he's definitely selling the team. Put me down for 95% selling the team, 5% that he doesn't. The only way he doesn't is if somebody says, Hey, you know, your, your, your team's uh, valued at let's say six, $6 billion. I will for 40%, I will give you $3 billion and we'll invest that money into a new stadium or whatnot. That's the only reason it would be a stupid move for somebody to do that, but you never know. Um, but I doubt anybody wants to quote unquote, get in bed with Daniel Snyder. He's a sleazy guy. He's a bad guy. Um, no one likes him. The owners don't like him. Supposedly there's a report out there that he's like hiring PIs to look into all the owners to get dirt on them. Like who wants to be this guy's friend? Imagine if I was hiring somebody to, to, dig up dirt on you, Josh, uh, uh, of the 22-year-old that used to pee at the bar. Uh, come on now. We don't want it would, that, it would be. It would be very, very weird. <laughs> be really and, weird. You wouldn't trust me, right? Like, yeah. It, hey, the greatest part about that peeing at the bar, there was someone else peeing right next to me. So, <laughs> Hey, well, the P.I. didn't – he didn't discover that. Neither did <laughs> uh, All right. Hey, the boy just walked. We got a lead-off walk for the Phillies. They're down 3-1. We're, we're in the – Bottom yeah, I'm right? going with this, Josh. Is this this is the best news in a long time for my for my commanders? Every everything that happens with Dan Snyder, I mean, owning and ultimately being the CEO of my team. Although I'll like be optimistic, like, hey, we hired Rob Rivera. At the end of the day, I know Dan's in the background calling shots. Like he's the reason why we drafted uh, the late. Um, Haskins, obviously, RIP to Haskins, but like it's those kind of you don't need a little billionaire in there calling the shots on who you take at quarterback. You know, you need to let the you know let the people run the business aspect, and then let the football people run the football operations. Like 
Daniel Snyder's got to go. Plus, there's a ton of dirt out there about Daniel Snyder and the workplace that he has in terms of sexual harassment and how he treats people, his employees. There's practically no HR. So if there was an issue, you you couldn't even contact anybody because they had no HR department. He's just a bad guy, man. He's a terrible guy. Get him out. Shoot. Give us our team back. Let us be proud again. Like, let us be proud. Hey, you heard it here first, and I have a very, very good feeling that you will all be proud very shortly. Scoop number three. Jack, I'm just going to ask you straight up. Does Tennessee take down Georgia in Athens this weekend? Hey, right I'm, now. Oh, my bad. My bad. I'm so hyped, bro, because the volunteers got me, like, they got me juiced up for college football again. I love seeing – uh, a change of pace uh, in the top four teams when they beat Alabama. Like that was such an electric game. I'll, I'll let you finish what you're saying. I'm just saying uh, you already probably know my answer by the way I'm talking right now, but go ahead. Carry on. Oh yeah. Well, all I was going to say is George is a 7.5 favorite, but you do your thing, man. The floor is yours. Hey, volunteers, baby, all day. They, they going, they going into Athens and they about to win, brother. I, I'm no. a, I'm a big fan of this hooker kid, man. And, and they got some weapons. Like, Tennessee is for real, bro. And I'm not sure if Georgia, like, I don't think they're as good as they were last year. So, I don't think they're – they're they're not like um, – they're not like a juggernaut like they were last year. I think they definitely can be beat. And I think I think the Falls are really, really good, man. They can they can score with anybody. Like, they're electric, like big plays. Yeah. I mean, when they took – I know that it was at home, but beating Alabama, like, that's all I need to see, bro. You beat Alabama, you hang in there, and you drop 50 on that defense. I mean, that's a good defense. Yeah, give me give me the balls only because I'm, I'm being a little bit of a homer and I want to see them continue to win. Knock off Georgia, man. Let's go, baby. Yeah, so just some a little data to, to, to back up um, this game. Uh, Hendon Hooker's stats on the year, he's going 21 touchdowns and one pick. It's phenomenal. He's nice. Um, Tennessee's rolling with the number one offense in the nation, right? Just cooking people. I've seen it firsthand uh, against my Gators. That offense is just – I mean, our defense is terrible, but that offense is something. But that else. offense is electric, brother. Oh, it's electric. Absolutely electric. All right, but here's I a little – I can't remember that receiver's name, but he went off against Alabama. I think he had five touchdowns. Yeah, five touchdowns. But here – now, now here I'm break, now let's, let's hop into Georgia. The number two offense in the nation, and – Unlike Tennessee, because Tennessee does not have a high-ranked defense, Georgia has the number four defense um, in uh, in which which I did I did not know Georgia had the second-ranked offense in the nation. I'll be honest when I looked up this data. Um, I'm going to take Georgia here in a close one. Who's the uh, Who's the toughest team that Georgia's beat so far? You I'd have to look. I don't even. Fast, I got time. I'm watching the baseball game. Look it up. I want to know who who have they beat. Let me see here. They beat Florida. They- who hasn't? Relax. Leave. <laughs> hey, leave my Gators out of this. <laughs> Let's see here. So they've. All right. So they. Um, That's all I'm saying. These rankings don't mean squat. Oh yeah, they haven't played anybody yet, really. Na- name the the tough toughest team. I mean, the toughest team would probably be Auburn. Okay. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, they had Kent State, Mizzou, let's Auburn. See, let's just say Vanderbilt and us. Exactly. Exactly. So let's see how that how that defense looks after they play Tennessee. Yeah. Hey, we got, it's, we got it's, a man on first and a man on second with one out. Let's go, baby. I got the balls going in there. They're gonna win by at least three, and uh, Hooker's gonna continue his role to the Heisman, baby. That's oh yeah, he he, he might he might win the Heisman. You think if he you think he ends up being a top ten pick? I know he's older, so he's a transfer. You know he was originally from Ball Tech, right? I did not know that. 
Uh, now it makes sense, though. I remember, man. Yeah. How was- Dude, he's like 24. He might be 25 by the time he gets drafted. The thing is, as as like a fan, of course you want that young stud, but like 25 at quarterback is not that old. Like you you could play into your mid 30s. So if you you're telling me I get 10 years of somebody that's gonna be a stud, I I take him. I think he could be a top 10 pick. We'll see if that's how it plays out. But I think he's played his he's definitely played his himself into that position. I think that the age is gonna be held against him because like I said, everybody wants that 21, 22 year old. But like again, if I can get ten years and you're saying he's gonna play at a Pro Bowl level and he's gonna be up there with Herbert Holmes, like I don't care if he's twenty five. Do you? No, not at all. Like, seriously. Not at all. I don't care at all. But you know what I do care about, Jack? What? I care about our dogs barking, man. Because they haven't been barking. Your dog barked last week. Mine didn't No, didn't. no yours didn't Bark. bark last week. My it's dog barked. Yeah, it's my done. They went to sleep on me. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Your dog went to sleep, uh, but mine barked, brother. We gotta get, we gotta get two wins this week, though, man. How are you feeling about getting two wins this week? I mean, I felt pretty good about it, but of course, your Giants had to let me down. I know, man. Just, a, just those, those that that last uh, um, fumbled punt, man, was absolutely brutal. Give me your dog of the week, though, Jack. Yeah, I got you, man. My dog of the dog of the week should be should change this segment to lock of the week because my team's. I love it, man. Let's go. Uh, I got Seattle, man. Seattle's playing so good. Got them beat. They are. Uh, we just witnessed them beat the Giants. I think Geno's actually playing out of his mind right now. I think he's – Dude, out, some of the throws he was making – sorry to cut you off. We're insane. Oh, like, boy. Billy's got to run. We got a man on first and third. I'm sorry. Back to my dog of the week. Jack, concentrate. Don't have dad brain. I got I got the Seattle beating the Cardinals. Cardinals – Cardinals are are pretenders, brother. Pretenders. Kyler is too busy playing COD. Their defense is not that good. And guess what? Gino let that boy cook. Tell me that Seattle did not win the trade with the Denver Broncos. Not yeah, they only, did. Not only did they ship off uh, Russell, who's cooked himself, they got all they got a bunch of players back, and they got all their draft picks. Like they're sitting pretty, brother. Give me Seattle going in there, getting a dub. I think they won by at least four or five. Um, and they continue to, to, you know, at this point, kind of dominate the NFC West. I love it, man. I Bro, think uh, the bells are ringing. I'm sorry. They've out- you're they're good. Out- they've still, out- still first and third uh, with one run across. Yeah, it's uh, three, two Astros. First and third, one, one run across, one out. We got uh, Marsh up, and then we got top of the lineup. Let's get it, man. Give me Double your- play. Double play. Double Joshua. Joshua Jane. Joshua, coming in hot, coming in hot. All right, my dog of the week, I got the Rams beating the Bucks. I think the Rams are going to turn it around this week. They're currently three-point underdogs to the Bucks. I got them winning by a touchdown. Book it, take it to the bank, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I think the Bucks are broken. Yeah, um, they're rough. Kind of like Brady's got personal stuff going on. Yep. You know, that's, that's like the biggest thing affecting his game is, is – well, Dude, you know, you know that's super rough. Oh, it's dude. I couldn't imagine. Could you imagine functioning at work? No, dude, not, not at all, bro. Like you, you like, got kids. Yeah, like three I mean, kids. Like, dude, that's really rough. Like, that's not easy. That shouldn't be overlooked. Yeah, and yeah, the defense is not as good as it used to be. Um, honestly, the the running game is non-existent. Like, I don't think I think they're broken. Like, I don't think that I don't think that they're not that good. Um, and I think because that division's so bad. 
the Saints have an opportunity here. Like, let's not have to – we don't have to talk about the Saints too much, but I think they, they absolutely have an opportunity here. I mean, the Falcons are currently in first place. I mean, it's going to come down to them and the Falcons if the Bucks truly are washed, which I think they are. Jerem just got so excited me talking about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I like that pick, though. Let's go Rams. Love it, baby. Hey, only time will tell. Hey, you know what's uh, – uh, you know what's – hey, by the way, did you just hear me rip one? Yeah. Honestly, I thought you were like a leather chair and you like had some some shorts. You've been sweating so much and you lifted your leg and it like ripped off the leather. That's that's <laughs> why I didn't – that's why I didn't say anything because I ripped one. And I just like – That was a notice. Yeah, dude, I ripped one. It was pretty aggressive, right? Everybody probably heard that. That was super aggressive. <laughs> Honestly, I thought we were losing connection again, bro. You're what you, I, I heard this loud noise in the background, then you didn't say nothing for like three seconds. I was like, going on? Because I was waiting on you to say something. Well, I didn't know what the hell was going on, y'all. I just heard <laughs> loud, like, butt noise. My man thought I got injured. <laughs> oh man, hey, you heard it here first on Pine Saturdays. Let's go, baby. Hey, Jack, you know what's exciting? We're gonna talk a little bit more about uh, the football teams here. Um, we hop into this mystery scoop, man. Are you ready? Let's get it, man. Hey, I don't even know what the mystery scoop is. Lay it on me, dog. That's good. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm going to give you five NFL teams, Jack. Okay. I need you to tell me random which NFL teams. I, I picked random. I picked five teams. I just threw oh. them in here, right? right? Um, There wasn't any specifics behind. Well, one, there was specifics, but the rest weren't. Um, I'm going to give you five teams, and I need to tell you, you need to tell me which pizza topping best represents them. Okay. Okay. So the first one I have is the Bucks. The Bucks. Um, I'm gonna have to go with avocado. An avocado. I, I like that. It, it fits them, right? You you think it's gonna be good, but it's not. Nah, it's because of Tom Brady's TB12 diet, where he eats avocado ice cream. You haven't heard about this? No, no, no. You know Tom Brady ain't eating no like unhealthy pizza. He's definitely eating some nasty like vegan pizza. Yeah, he's having he, definitely an avocado. That's, dude, I'll never eat avocado ice cream, ever. Bro, that's disgusting. That sounds absolutely terrible. All right, next up, I have the Chiefs. Ooh, the Chiefs, man. Brother, the Chiefs are meat lovers, bro. Just yeah. extra Bacon. stack meat lovers. Bacon. Like, yeah. Look, they're like, the more the merrier. When they score, they just, when they get the ball back, they're just trying to score more. Like, it's like, being that a fan of that team has to be so fun, because, like, one, they're never out of it, and they're like, it's just a party. Like, let's get everybody involved, throw it all on the on the on the pizza, let's get it popping. Yeah, meat lovers for sure. And we gotta strike out. Kyle's up three, two, two outs. Who do we go? Yeah, Chiefs are Chiefs are baking, man. They're cooking and they're baking, bro. Hundred percent. Right. I hear you. All right, next up, Vikings. Vikings. So Vikings are a cheese pizza, man. They're very. <laughs> Kirk <laughs> Cousins, man, he's the most basic, simple white dude ever. Like he's like, he's like the dude when you're grilling. He definitely puts tinfoil down on the grill, even though like he's so basic, bro. Like he's like he's like dad life times a thousand. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just a cheese pizza kind of guy. Yeah, they're, they're definitely cheese, man. They're vanilla. All right, the Bengals. The Bengals. <clears throat> I think the Bengals are pepperoni and, and pineapple, man. They're like that. They're like that new wave. 
Like you're not sure you, you, you like you're, you're supposed to not like them because they haven't been good for so long. But then again, it's like, Ooh, everybody's kind of hopping on this bandwagon of putting pineapple on their pizza. Uh, Joey B and uh, Jamar Chase and T Higgins. This, this might be good, but you're not sure if it's good until you take a little bite. That's the thing. Yeah. All right. And to finish this off the saints. <laughs> First off, uh, which are we talking about the Saints currently with the Red Rocket as a quarterback? Yes, the Saints today. And if you want to say anchovies, go ahead. <laughs> uh, that's anchovies. That's actually really that's a really good uh, <laughs> that's a really good choice for them. Yeah, they're like they're definitely like anchovies, but it's not even like a pizza from like a pizza shop. It's definitely like a Giorgiono or some like uh, oven microwave like, oven. <laughs> Definitely a microwave pizza with anchovies on it. <laughs> but maybe some they're, they're, maybe maybe some black olives. Yeah, the way their season's going with no first round pick, they're definitely uh, that bottom of the barrel pizza. You know what I'm saying, man? Hundred uh, percent. I like I like that, man. How'd you come up with that, uh, dude? I was just thinking about it today. I was like, man, if they were wait wait wait. Uh, oh, I got I got a few of your picks. I heard the Chiefs. You got any others? I mean, did you agree with mine or like? So what? I had the Bengals yeah. as pineapple, ooh, um, because they were once good, because they were once good and hot, and they're not anymore. <laughs> yep, and uh, Kyle just grounded out three two. We going to the ninth. So that that was one of that was one of the ones that I had had different on. Um, no, that's good. That's that's uh, that's a good choice, though, man. Pineapple. I mean, I've never been a pineapple guy on my pizza. I've never tried it, nor will I. I think I've tried it before, man, but I don't know if I was a fan. With with tomato sauce and cheese, it just doesn't seem. It sounds terrible, dude. I agree. Really weird, man. It just sounds like people trying to be different. Like, why we gotta be? Why we gotta ruin something that's good? You know, like, like you don't need to ruin a good thing. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Like pizza's good the way it is. You know, like you don't have to just put random stuff on it. Come yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Hey, what you got to close out the to close out the fight? Hey, we're closing it out. We're going to the ninth. Uh, Philly's about to ring this bell to walk things off. I'm about to go post up and watch it. The little boy's going through some sleep regression, so I then got to head to bed, get my three hours of sleep, wake up, take care of him, and then get another two hours of sleep. Dad life, that's how we do it, baby. But, yeah, baseball season is finally going to wrap up next time we talk, so we'll be talking free agency and making some moves. We'll see how this all plays out with the commanders, selling, potentially selling the team. I think it's going to take some time, but I think – more news will come out, so maybe we'll have a better understanding of who's looking to buy, which should be super cool. And then, yeah, just getting in, getting into the thick of it with the NFL season and seeing how our teams are playing out. Hey, the NFC East is the NFC beast right now. Like it is, man. Our records are so good, man. So we got the Vikings. We'll see what happens. You got a buy, so you got an automatic win, which is nice. And then basketball is picking up, man. My Wizards just beat the Sixers the other night. They, they surprisingly. Playing yeah, some good basketball, are, man. They're the surprise team in the East, man. Yeah, watch out. We'll, have to, we'll have to get I'm Colby top. on to talk a little hoops, too. Everybody wanted, to trash, everybody wanted to trash that unicorn train, but the, the dude looks good, man. Like, KP6 looks good. Yep, yep, for sure, for sure. Hey, great pint, man. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you guys hanging out. Everyone have an awesome weekend. Watch the end of the World Series. Catch some football this weekend. Watch Tennessee potentially beat Georgia. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, We got free agency and baseball coming up. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you guys next week. And don't forget the most important thing. It's the pod for the people. See you guys later.